This is a sip of science. Nijmegen School of Management podcast. Hello everyone and welcome to a new episode of A Sip of Science. My name is Kelly Janssen. If you're interested in the topics we are covering, please check out our Profit Without Loss message on youhaveapartoplay.nl slash management and also subscribe to this podcast. But for now, grab yourself a drink and join us on the way to more knowledge. In this episode, we're having a talk with Katarina Manevska. She is an assistant professor at the Department of Political Science at the Nijmegen School of Management. She is interested in how and under what circumstances people's political and cultural views change. To obtain some answers, she starts off with organizing a workshop next year where researchers from all over the world will meet. Hi Katharina, welcome. Um, first, I'm a little bit curious about what is your background? Well, thank you for having me, first of all. First, I worked at the sociology department at uh, Erasmus University in Rotterdam. Yeah. Uh, in Rotterdam. Uh, and after that, I worked at Department of Economics here at Radboud University. Yeah. But I was part uh, of an interdisciplinary research project uh, led by Professor Dr. Agnes Ackerman, um, which was on uh, worker voice and the impact thereof on political attitudes and behavior. Um, this is something, this is a subject that is really a focus within your research, right? You really focus on this worker voice. Can you tell me a little bit more about this? Yeah, so, well, to be honest, so the worker voice part, that's yeah. really, that was really uh, central in the project that I just finished. I worked on that project as a, a postdoc. Um, so what is a central threat in my research, in my own research, is um, that of political attitudes and behavior, which was part of that project as well. So we looked at uh, uh, people's experiences at work, uh, more specifically with uh, voicing problems at work, addressing issues at work, and how this would affect their political attitudes and behavior. Um, and actually through this project, I also discovered like what is actually the, the thing that I want to do next. So, yeah. so what will be my main research agenda for the future? Uh, and... Well, Am I allowed to say this? Yes. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, I'm very curious about yeah. it. So please yeah. do. So I realized like throughout all the research that I had done so far that actually everything boiled down to, in a way, the interrelationship between uh, societal structures and people's attitudes and behaviors. Uh, and there is one specific strand within uh, social research, both political science and sociology, that addresses this, which is concerned with um, socialization and uh, more specifically also political socialization. Um, and a central thought in that literature is that, well, socialization happens mostly when people are young. Yeah. And then... You know, after you become an adult, well, maybe you can change still a little bit or some things, but basically uh, your um, attitudes or your ideas and views about the world, how it works, uh, uh, how you relate to it, uh, remain pretty much stable. Um, and, well, my hypothesis is that this is not true, and this is, which is actually something that we've seen in uh, the project on Worker Voice. Uh, and... 
I would like to address this issue, you know, test this uh, alternative hypothesis. This is very interesting what you're telling me because this is also the reason that you're organizing this workshop, right? Where you bring together 20 researchers from all over the world to talk about this. How, to, how do people change political and cultural views? Um, can you tell me a little bit more about this? Yeah, so the idea behind organizing this workshop um, was that, you know, it's uh, in a way, it's an ambitious project to try mm. and uh, develop, let's say, let's, let's state it boldly, a new theory on adult political socialization. So to be able to do this and to do justice also to what's out there already, uh, I wanted to, uh, to bring together people from different disciplines who have worked on this uh, uh, subject. Um, because I think there's, al there's already quite a bit of information out there. For example, uh, uh, there's some ideas uh, uh, about well, adult learning uh, within educational science. There's ideas about cognitive structures within cognitive social science. And uh, uh, so there's a whole lot of disciplines that have interesting ideas that could be relevant for the topic of adult political socialization. Uh, and within this workshop that should take place um, next year summer, I want to bring together some of the leading scholars in these fields and uh, learn from them uh, um, and discuss with them, you know, how to put forth like a new agenda on adult political socialization. Yeah, because and and why is this important? Do you have some examples from practice? Then, when do people? Um, Changed their views. We we have some recent events, for example, the the, the vaccination programs, or uh, in in Holland we had Zwarte Piet. You uh, can you tell me a little bit more because people do change their minds. I uh, I can actually tell you the exact moment when I realized that I really really do need to study this, um, uh, and that was when uh, a Dutch actor. Uh, appeared on a, a talk show in the Netherlands as well. And this was in the context of the Black, Black Pete discussion uh, uh, in the Netherlands. So for those who do not know this, uh, this has been going on for well, about 10 years. Um, and this is a discussion about the use of blackface or having the faces painted uh, uh, brown in the context of a Dutch children's tradition. So, which is Sinterklaas, and then Black Pete's would be the helpers of Sinterklaas. Uh, and so this actor who appeared on the talk show used to be like the head of the Black Pete's during quite a bit of time. But he appeared on the talk show to um, uh, explain his support for the anti-Black Pete movement. And while explaining this, he uh, was very well able to explain how he came to change his mind. Because he said, yeah, there was a certain point when it just hit me. I just realized that what I was doing was causing harm to other people, which made me realize not only that I cannot do this anymore, but also that I have to uh, speak up about this. And this is a very clear example of someone who uh, really changed the views on this topic. Another source of inspiration, but this is something from old times, is um, people who, uh, who get converted like religiously 
So oh, either yeah. who were not believers uh, themselves and turned towards religion or who switched religions, in one way or another, what underlies this process is uh, a change in the way in which they relate themselves to all that is, let's say, irrational in the world around us. Yeah. Uh, so imagine if you were an atheist before and then you become religious. This means that you switch from believing that there's nothing else out there uh, uh, towards believing that, well, depending on the religious you turn to, there is a God or, you know, there is some other explanation for the, the irrational part of, uh, of the world or of our human existence. So I think there's some well, at least interesting parallels, interesting things uh, out there that I can learn uh, from uh, and take this into account when we think about adult political socialization. And um, a similar and very current and important topic uh, is, of course, that of the way in which we relate to the environment. Yeah, of course, because when I was thinking about these transformations, I know people who were... Um, who were actually meat eaters and, and changed into veganism or vegetarianism because people changed because of societal structures. And um, But is it that people change because of societal structures or do societal structures change because people are going to change their perspectives? I think that's interesting as well. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Th so that would be like an interrelation between yeah. uh, the structures and uh, the people who are within these structures, but make them as well. But but indeed, uh, the the climate topic would be one of the the cases that I would be interested in in studying. That is highly relevant, I would say. Um, and what will your research mean for society? Um. Um, so I think, first of all, I, I will be looking... I mean, current society is a huge inspiration for, for this research uh, uh, agenda. Uh, um, so by analyzing what is currently going on, I think that, will, that, that, well, that might be helpful in understanding what's going on. Um, um, yeah, and more in a general sense, I mean... Um, Maybe, and I'm not completely sure here, but I, I think that we tend to look, we like as the people in general, uh, tend to look at younger generations for change, you know, let them yeah, fix, uh, fix things. Or if they want to have things differently, then let them do it. Um, but maybe there's more potential for change than we think. I mean, that, that might be one of the conclusions of... Uh, of this, well, as I realize, maybe still big and uh, uh, broad research ambition. But yeah, I think that that could be a more general contribution. So, and how will these new insights you obtain from the workshop help us with future research, for example? So, I think there's a few potential contributions. Uh, the first one is to set the topic of political, uh, to put the topic of political socialization and specifically adult political socialization well, back on the agenda. Um, another thing would be that by combining insights from different experts, um, we and I hope to be better able to, um, well, to combine what is out there already 
and 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 be able to base my theorizing on uh, the different insights that are out there already. Um, and also um, to get a better idea about how plausible my thesis is that actually, you know, there might be more uh, adult political socialization going on than well, then you would think if you read purely the literature on adult political socialization. And I think there's actually already studies out there who show that this is uh, important, but who don't really place it under uh, uh, the field of political socialization. So there's also an issue of, uh, um, you know, connecting different researchers who might be actually working on the theme maybe without even realizing it. So bringing together experts from all these different disciplines uh, would, I think, be really helpful in shaping a new this new research agenda. And what does this workshop entail exactly? So I organized this workshop together with uh, Professor Caroline van Ham uh, from uh, Radboud University as well, uh, and Professor Giselinde Kuipers. She works at the Catholic University in Leuven. Uh, and together we will prepare a two-day uh, workshop which takes place in Amsterdam uh, with, well, say about 20 guests uh, with international and national experts uh, from various disciplines. We will also have some uh, space for PhD students and postdocs to participate in the workshop. And the idea will be to start with a, a position paper in which we present like the our main agenda, our main ideas about, well, what could be uh, a new uh, theory on adult political socialization uh, and ask participants to reflect on this and to uh, present their insights on the topic of adult political socialization uh, yeah, from their respective fields. So this can be examples from, uh, for example, the cultural field, because also in terms of cultural production, we can see some uh, changes taking place. I will invite a cognitive social science scholar um, who has done many uh, longitudinal analysis on political socialization. Um, and so combining experts from different fields we hope to get like a more complete view of where uh, um, the state of the art, you know, where we stand now as researchers in our thinking about political socialization and what uh, potential pathways for um, obtaining new insights are. So, and if any researchers are interested, so are they able to, to attend this workshop? Uh, yeah, there will be a call for uh, PhDs and postdocs participate in the workshop um, so be on the lookout for that yeah. uh, and indeed if uh, researchers are interested either in participating in the workshop or in uh, discussing the theme then they're more than welcome to contact me thank you great okay and uh, you mentioned that the workshop is the first step actually and um, does this mean this will be a topic uh, within your recent future, that this is something that will uh, be your main focus the next few years? Yes, this is something that will be my main focus. And uh, I'm very much hoping I, uh, I will be able to get some people uh, to work on that agenda together with me because it's, a, it's an ambitious project. 
But yes, this is what I will focus on for the years to come. Well, if I can speak for myself, I think this is immensely interesting. And I think a bigger understanding of, of society is always, always a good thing. So I want to thank you for this interview. And um, yeah, we're looking forward to the results. So I hope to speak to you in a year. That would be my pleasure. Thank you yeah. very much. Thank you very much. This podcast is provided by the Nijmegen School of Management. Thank you for listening to A Sip of Science.